Hello, and welcome to Learn to Love, a show where we talk all about things you can do to build a better, stronger relationship. This is our first in a series of podcasts designed to help you take your relationship to the next level. They're based on our YouTube channel, Learn to Love. That's L-E-A-R-N number two, L-O-V-E, no spaces on YouTube. We've taken the audio from the YouTube and placed it here, adapted for podcast. We hope that you find this podcast interesting, engaging, and would love to hear your feedback. Send us an email at learntolove.inquiries at gmail.com. That's number two. Learn number two love dot inquiries at gmail.com. We'll be continuously uploading new shows over the next coming weeks. Our goal is to have one a week uploaded every Sunday at 8 a.m. EST. So without further ado, let's get right into our first episode. Blessing or curse. Five tips you can implement right now to improve your long-distance relationship during COVID-19. Guys, and welcome back to Learn to Love. I'm super excited to be sharing today's video with you. Here, we're going to talk all about making long-distance relationships work, and I want to focus here on especially during the times of coronavirus. So right now, we all know that there is a really big issue going on around the world, and that is the coronavirus. Now, it's affecting one group specifically, I think, in a fairly underrepresented way, and that is long-distance couples. So there are, I think, millions of people who are currently seeing somebody who is in another city or another country, and they have travel restrictions, which make them unable to see their partner. Now, for some of these people I'm seeing in the news and media reports, it's been six months since they've seen each other, especially sad if a couple was last together on New Year's and they're planning a trip around springtime. And then, you know, what happens in March? Everything closes. The borders are closed. For, for my generation, at least, it's the first time we've ever seen such a huge border closure. It's absurd and very scary. So what do you do if you're in a long-distance relationship? Let's say you're in the States, your partner is in Europe, the, the U.S., Europe, border is closed, or there just aren't flights between your two cities. What do you do? Now, there are many reports in the media saying that long-distance relationships suck, you know, the relationships are doomed right now, and I'm actually of a very different stance. I want to share with you a perspective that you actually have a very golden opportunity right now to make your relationship even stronger and better than it was before. So, what is so important about long-distance relationships? Benefits of long-distance For me, I think a a mega important thing I've noticed in long-distance relationships is the focus on communication. Now, in long-distance, if you're not physically seeing your partner so often, the most important thing that you have keeping you together is those phone calls that you're having, whether you use WhatsApp or, or Skype. Almost all your relationship is communicating. Now, Couples in long-distance relationships, then, are trained to do something much better than I think a lot of in-person couples are doing. 
So a lot of couples who are not doing long distance are going to the movies together, having them, you know each other over for dinner. That's really important. But maybe they're not communicating so well. And I've, I've definitely seen this in relationships before where you have two partners, they've been together for a couple months now, and you know they're happy, but they know very little when you actually think about it about who their partner really is. For example, they may not know who their partner's friends' names are or what that partner's goals are in life, um, what their aspirations are, what their biggest struggles are to do in the moment. And that's because maybe they're physically together, but are they truly there? Now, this is something that in long distance, you have to sort out almost immediately. So the couples are talking on the phone, and if that's the only thing they have, they're going to want to talk for a while. So when you ask your partner, how was your day today? Tell me something that happened in your day. Your partner's really pushed to share with you and build that emotional connection with that communication. Now, let's say you're stuck without your partner, um, and you don't know when you're going to see them again. That uncertainty is really, really hard for, for a lot of people. It's just so hard not to know when you can see each other again. But there's still things that you can do to strengthen your relationship. Tip one, learn to know your partner better. Now, a big thing that you can do in long distance is using this communication that you've already built up so well, you can strengthen it even more. You can think of this as a test where you're really figuring out your communication for a long time to make it even better and take the chance to talk about things that are so important to you that maybe you haven't been talking about up until this point. I'm going to talk briefly about the book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work by John Gottman here. So what John Gottman says in his book is that the most important part of a relationship is the friendship between the the couple, between the two people in the relationship. And the friendship comes from knowing the other person by truly knowing them and by sharing experiences with them and opportunities for them to, to influence you and affect your life. So by that, I mean, an, an example would be sharing your dreams and your aspirations with the other person and thinking about ways together where you can help each other make those come true and support each other through challenges that you have. Now, if you don't know the challenges that the other person is currently facing, like your partner, it's really hard to take a, a supportive role to make it better for them. So I would think about this coronavirus opportunity it really is an opportunity to really, really get to know your partner on a deep and intimate level through having the right discussions together on the phone. So you guys can talk about things like your relationship with your friends, some of your best memories, some of your biggest fears, um, some of your childhood memories, places you've loved, places you'd like to go. Just really connect and, and really focus on what are your goals? A lot of people walk through life having like no idea what their major long-term goals are. This is a really great time where you guys can think about that and discuss it together. Tip two, make plans for the future. Another big thing is you guys can make plans for when you see each other again. So remember that coronavirus is temporary. I mean, it's been a couple months. It may feel like the world is going to end, but 
eventually everything's going to go back to normal. You know, this isn't going to last forever. And let's say that you still have decades of your life expectancy left to live, that you, you, know, you can reasonably expect to live to a certain age. Then this couple months, is, it's really nothing. It's like just one chapter out of the many chapters that you're going to have in your life. So you can think about this as just, just one period. It's not that the world is ending. You're going to make it out of this. Because it's going to end. You know, it's not going to be forever. So, and you know, it actually makes for a pretty cool story too. Because let's say that you and your long distance partner use this time to really connect with each other in a deep, personal, and intimate way. To learn all about each other's dreams and aspirations. To talk about each other's childhood experiences. The things that define you, that make you who you are. The things you are challenged with currently. You know, and then you come out of this coronavirus period seeing each other again. And you know each other so much better. I think that's an excellent use of time. Tip three, learn to appreciate each other more. Another thing that the coronavirus is doing, if you're in a long distance relationship right now, is it's really showing you how important your partner is to you. And I, I mean that because when you can't be with your partner, you really feel what it's like not to be with them. And suddenly you you have a deep longing for them and you start to appreciate them more. And that's really important. I think any couple could benefit by learning to appreciate each other a bit more. So you can use this time to think of ways that you can appreciate each other. You can show each other appreciation. You can think what you appreciate them for. So then if you take this time to really get to know your partner and appreciate them and discover things that you appreciate them, things are going to be so much better when you're finally together again. Because now that you're together, it's like you went through this enormous chapter of growth to, to get to know each other, to learn what you like about each other, to learn what it feels like not to be with the partner and to value them. And that will just make your relationship so much stronger. And if you're planning a relationship for the long term and you're hoping that this is something that can go for many years or decades or even longer, remember that this is just like, it's like, a small, small chapter. You know, sometimes you read a book and there's a hard chapter, there's an annoying chapter, but that doesn't mean that the whole book is going to be bad. And it's this mindset of knowing, thinking of it kind of like as a continuum, knowing that it will end, and using it as an opportunity to get better, I think is an excellent thing that you can do right now. Tip four, find meaning in suffering. A final note I want to end on comes from Man's Search for Meaning uh, by Viktor Frankl. Now, this is another really interesting book. And in it, um, Viktor Frankl says that meaning, all meaning, is just suffering that's justified. Like, justified suffering. So I'm going to give you an example. Writing a book can be really hard. Or like, let's say doing a school assignment, because more people can relate to that. It's, it's really annoying for a lot of people to do an assignment, especially if it's like on a topic you're not that interested in and if you'd rather go out with your friends, but you have to work on it. But it's not, it's not suffering in the sense of it because there's a justification for it. Like I'm doing this project because I want to get better and I want to do well and I want to move up in, in school and progress to the next level. And then when you hand in that assignment, let's say you worked really hard and you do well on it, it feels like very meaningful, like really good because yeah, you put a lot into it, but it was justified. And in that justification came meaning. Uh, another example is like starting a company. 
it's a lot of work, you know, like 60 hours a week, some people are working more, a lot of stress to start a company. But if you really believe in the cause of the company, it's meaning, you find meaning in it, because all that work that you're putting in is justified. So that's what you can do in this coronavirus time with your partner. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's suffering, it's hard not to be with them. But if you use this time, if you justify it by making it an opportunity to work on your communication and get to know each other on a much deeper and more intimate level, then it's, it's creating meaning. And I hope that in doing the exercises I suggested by learning about your partner's needs, wants, fears, goals, you know, childhood experiences, favorite memories, learning more about them in general, like their friends, um, you will learn to love them more and your relationship will be much stronger. Tip five, focus on what you have. Last tip I'm going to share here is to focus on what you have, not what you don't. Now, I know this sounds like a bit strange right now. We really miss our partner and we really want to be with them. But if you spend your whole time thinking, oh my God, I want to hold them, but I can't hold them, you're going to be miserable. It's going to feel absolutely miserable. But remember that there's a lot of things that you do have working for you right now. For instance, a lot of people are single. You get to call maybe every day somebody that you love and have a discussion with them and really connect with them. And it's a really good feeling. I mean, you can focus on the negative, but you know, and maybe it's easier to focus on the negative in the short term, but trust me, it feels a lot better in the long term when you focus on the positives. You can think of it kind of like there's being single, there's being in a relationship, and there's kind of an in-between when you are in a relationship, you have all the benefits of being in a relationship on the speaking aspect, the connecting, the communicating, you just can't hold them. But you will be able to hold them soon. You're going to see this person again. It's just this period right now where it's a little bit hard because you don't have that. But you do have so much more. You know, don't forget, you have somebody, if you're in a long-distance relationship, that you can trust. You know, hopefully that you can you can talk to about anything. That's a beautiful, beautiful feeling. You can go to bed every night missing that they're not next to you, but smiling because you spoke to them today. And because you get to speak to them again, maybe tomorrow, by focusing on what you have instead of what you don't, it's really empowering and will make you feel much better compared to if you didn't have someone that you could speak to so much and about so many things who, and who understood you so well. It's hard for a lot of people to go through life not knowing who they love or who they're going to end up with or who's the right person for them. But at least if you're in a strong committed relationship. You you know that already. That's another huge thing that you have that a lot of people long for. Concluding remarks. So with that, I'd like to thank you so much for taking part in this talk on long distance relationships, strengthening them during the coronavirus. I hope you will see coronavirus as an opportunity uh, to get to know your partner better, to become even closer to them, to work on your communication even more. And um, remember that if you find justification of the suffering, like if you use it as a tool to really appreciate it, know what it feels like not to be with your partner, so you can appreciate them even more 
when you're together, I hope that you will find meaning in this time. And just know also that you're not alone. There are lots and lots of other couples who are separated right now. It's really hard for them too. And just know that you're part of a community of, of separated couples who are working towards strengthening their bond, even though they're currently separated, using that separation as a tool to strengthen their bond even further. And uh, when, when you guys come back together, I hope your relationship will be stronger than it ever was before. Thanks so much for listening. Hey guys, you just listened to the first episode of Learn to Love, Blessing or Curse, five tips you can implement right now to improve your long-distance relationship. I'm so happy that you joined us to the end. I hope you learned something valuable and meaningful, and I can't wait to see you in the next video. Please reach out to us at learntolove dot inquiries at gmail.com remember two is the number two not the word two from our whole team here in the toronto studio we want to thank you so much for your time and tuning in and we can't wait to see you in our next episode